Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we have an awesome episode for you. We're joined by Ashley Wiggers with Homeschooling Today magazine. We talk about what homeschooling with your young children realistically looks like and how to break free from the feeling of failure. Every time Ashley is on our show, it's an encouraging episode, and this is no exception. Before we begin, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best and helps more homeschoolers smile. So go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying some wonderful spring weather because up here in northern Indiana, it is like summer is not leaving. And if uh, I'm a big plant fan of global warming so it is wonderful it's great we're liking it up here um and uh the leaves are starting to change and starting to fall we have so many walnuts in our yard is like walking across a between ben and our our houses it's like walking between a field of billiard balls uh, <laughs> i mean if you don't break your ankle uh even though ben he was uh th- tonight he had made a deal with his daughter and son that if they clean up all the walnuts in their little area, which is probably only like a hundred thousand walnuts, um, he would give them five dollars each. He started out ten dollars <laughs> to Renly, and she's like, "That's not enough." And so he said, "How about we split it between you and Hudson for five dollars each?" And I thought, man, the more she talks, the less it's going to get. So, yeah, totally. uh, <laughs> so we don't want to ch- chit chat too much, but we've got a special guest. Ashley Wiggers from Homeschooling Today magazine, and she's got a whole bunch of other stuff that we're going to talk about. But Ben, uh, you wanted to have her on the show yeah. to talk about some other stuff. Well, I mean, I always love having Ashley on, uh, having you on, Ashley, because you're just super encouraging, down to earth. You you have a background in homeschooling. I mean, you grew up, you were homeschooled uh, similarly to uh, uh, to me, and and that's something I think not we don't see a ton of yet. Uh, it's getting there, which is super cool and something mm-hmm. I, I love seeing. But uh, maybe before we kind of delve into our main topics, can you give us an update just for anyone who's new listener uh, hasn't because it's been a little while, at least uh, probably over a year, maybe two years almost since you last on how many, you know, where your kids at just a little bit about yourself before we we uh, launch into our main topic. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we are, you know, homeschooling family of three. We have a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. So it's a little bit like a zoo over here sometimes, but, you know, we love it. And then working from home with Alex, my husband, we published the magazine. And um, our big mission is really just to remind families of what matters the most, because being homeschooled, you and I know, Ben, that it's it's such a you have to have a long term perspective you have to be able to see where you want this thing to go in the end today as you're doing it otherwise the trials and the difficulties and the attitudes that we face they'll kind of wear us down so that's our mission with the magazine is to keep homeschoolers going and like you guys to remind them to smile too and not take everything so seriously that is always an incredibly important reminder. Uh, but, you know, thinking so because you you have a seven year old now, which I was just thinking, I'm like, man, that's that's a pretty old kid. But then I, I guess mine's almost <laughs> seven. So I, it, I just I haven't calibrated my mind to grasp the concept yet that my kids are getting older. But 
you know, we're a couple, a couple weeks or months in at this point. What does your day to day look like? And what's it look like, you know, juggling three young kids at this point, you know, one probably more seriously homeschooling, but how, how does your day look right? Look like right now? Yeah. So, um, okay. I have to say my favorite part about homeschooling is the fact that we don't have to rush out the door in the morning. I mean, cause on the days when you do have to rush out the door, it's like, Oh, I forgot toddlers don't know how to hurry. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah. So, um, I love that we wake up and enjoy the morning around us. You know, we usually go on the back porch and sit and just snuggle and talk about the birds or whatever it is that, um, is happening. And then, okay, well, what are we going to do for breakfast? And so we'll figure out breakfast and it's just slow and it's, natural and homey. And that is my absolute favorite part about it. And then usually, you know, they, they start waking up, they have more energy then they start squabbling about something. And we, you know, moms have to change gears and, um, figure out the next thing to do. But, um, we often will read together after breakfast and well, okay, scratch that. Usually we have to go outside and do some laps or like some sort of energy um, getting out, you know, activity. And then we do the reading and um, have kind of a quick devotional time. And um, and when I say quick, I mean like one page, one prayer, you know, because I don't want to paint a picture of not reality. Right. I think there's too many people out there painting pictures of this like beautiful, you know, picturesque, just atmosphere of home and like, Yes, it's wonderful to homeschool, but um, it's also, you know, you have the chaos and you have the fights and the um, two-year-old attitude and all of those things as well. But that doesn't make it any less awesome or worth our time or anything. But, you know, people need to realize like, yeah, it, it is. You have those things as well, but it's still worth it. Definitely. Do you feel, are you like super planner mom? You know, do you scope out every minute of every day? Are you pretty, you know, uh, relaxed and maybe kind of off of that when you first started homeschooling your daughter, like, was there anything, because again, you were homeschooled, so that I think maybe helps some, but was there anything that didn't work right off the bat that you thought would, or did you have to make any course corrections pretty quickly? Yes. Okay. So my oldest is, is a boy and oh, sorry. he, um, yeah, no worries. It's okay. He is very active. And so I did have to definitely make some course correction there. And we actually would sit down, you know, last year, I would sit down with him and kind of test some things out and see where he was at with his ability to focus and his um, attention span and all of that. And then I would have to backtrack a little bit. Okay, what I planned for isn't really going to work with where he's at. So then I'd have to like lessen the amount of work that we were going to do. Now he's in a good place where he can sit down and really focus a little bit longer. So thank goodness for nap time. When my two-year-old goes down for a nap, then we have a more focused time with Lincoln. And um, we sit down for about an hour together and do cover our basics, you know, reading, writing, and math. And then if we have time for anything else, great. If we don't, we move on. And, um, you know, the two-year-old wakes up. And then during that time, my four-year-old is usually doing quiet time activities in his room. So he's building with blocks and mag formers and 
um, listening to Adventures in Odyssey and, um, you know, usually with a snack because you need a snack to keep <laughs> you going. And that's kind of our day. I mean, it's really simple. It's, I was thinking about this um, before we got on and the most natural things are really the most appropriate things. So like if you think about your day with your child and what feels natural and what kind of doesn't feel so forced or like you're striving for something, you know, those are the moments where you realize, okay, this is our rhythm. This is what's going to work for us. You know, Ashley, I think that that feels like it feels right. I mean, you were yes. raised in this. I mean, this is how your mom, when she would talk about this and she would tell others about this, but at, you know, now that you have a seven-year-old, do you feel some of that external pressure now? I mean, are you get picking up because it doesn't take very long and I can, it just, when I get on Facebook, I just almost go crazy because, you know, you'll post something and you'll get a lot of people. And it, and if you ever go to the Smiling Homeschool, you know, all our posts are like, just in exactly what you just said, you know, that the learning is a natural thing. And then somebody posts a comment that says, yeah, that's all well and said, but they still need to know, you know, the capital of Timbuktu, you know, <laughs> and then everybody, and then I can just feel this oppression <laughs> that, mm -hmm. you know, these moms like you, you know, who's seven, a seven year old starts to think, wow, you know, maybe they're right. Have you, have you felt that? How do you combat that? Yeah. I mean, I have at some points, but I think the biggest combatant is my faith. And I really believe that God put me in this role and gave me the children he gave me. And so when I think about Lincoln and what's appropriate for him right now, and then I look at what my parents did for me and I realize, you know, they had to have faith. They had to trust the Lord that what they were doing for me was enough and that God had a plan and purpose for my life because I was behind with my learning difficulties. I was behind and they just made progress based on what I was capable of doing. And then they had to have faith. So I was, um, I was actually doing an interview the other day and they were saying, well, okay, so, but you had to learn these things, mm -hmm. you know, okay, you were behind, but you know, and I'm like, yeah, I did, but it happened as we went, you know, it wasn't like my parents had to plan it all out and make it all perfect. And then it all fell into place. It, it happens as you go. And I think we sometimes forget that God likes us. God likes to meet us in the messy. He likes mm -hmm. to help us as we're taking the steps and he doesn't spell things out for us in advance. I mean, I haven't found that to be true anyway. Well, and even as you say, I mean, sometimes even the words we use when we say, oh, they're behind. I mean, you're really, right. how can you be behind when you're, you're exactly yeah. where you're right. supposed to be? You know, you're That's running true. this race, not, you're not, is, education is not this race that we're running with everybody else. We don't have people on a right and a left. You know, it's really a solo race. That, mm -hmm. And it's not even a race. It's just a, it's a journey. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're just right. Your their kids are always right on track. It is weird. That's true. Oh, man. It's just, I was thinking, because, you know, you mentioned like faith. And I, I mean, you can say like there's more mature Christians, obviously. Like there's people who know more. But like I don't ever use the terminology I'm behind someone in terms of my walk with Christ. Like I don't, you know, like you just don't really compare it in that way generally. I mean, you might feel like, wow, that person's such a strong believer. But like with with 
the school and everything else, it is such a like there's this invisible line that everyone seems to be marking against but no one really you know i mean there are some people who have given you know try to draw the line out whether it's local school system or the government or whatever but it, it is just such a it's such a bummer that there's this arbitrary thing that's so ingrained in so many people and i think the other big difference is you know your parents hopefully and we'll talk about this in a second there's a difference between i think homeschooling from that fear the like the motivating factor is the fear of failure of you know, I don't want my kids to fail. I don't want them to get behind. And that's what's pushing all of your uh, homeschooling and your desire forward versus these are my children. We're going to learn. It's going to take time. We're going to take it as it comes. And I think that is a huge shift in, in, in the, but it's, it's easy to kind of fall back into that. Um, not really a question, just something that I feel like it, it's just so, so common and pervasive. Um, oh, well, with Lincoln, I was just thinking about, um, how much patience it requires to make sure that I'm not, because if I don't have patience, then I'm trying to push him and I'm trying to accomplish what's on the page and I'm trying to finish the lesson and I'm trying to finish the book and I'm trying to make sure that, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's, it can get in the back of my head, even though I know what I need to do. And so I really have to practice patience. I have to practice being, um, kind and waiting on him and letting him think through things so that he doesn't because I don't want him to feel pushed. You know, when you feel pushed, you feel like you're not doing enough. You're not doing it fast enough. Okay, well, then that could start seeping into his brain that he thinks, well, I'm not good at this, or maybe I'm stupid. No, I can't let this go down that road. So for me, it becomes really clear that I, I have to do this a certain way if I want the outcome that I really want. And I don't know about you, but I don't, I feel like I've never really heard many people say they feel like they learn better <laughs> feeling the pressure of, oh, you're, you know, you're just not getting this quickly enough. You know, I don't, I don't think that's a super motivating uh, way to learn anything. Mm. No, definitely mm. not. At least. Yeah. But real quick here, I think this is a good uh, segue here. So we're going to pause. We're going to say thank you to teaching textbooks uh, for making the smiling homeschooler possible. Um, Teaching textbooks is a part of they their curriculum covers I think one of the hardest parts of the day for a lot of people, which is math time. I mean, we hear so many people who have talked about tears during math time. I know we experienced them in, in my family growing up, uh, but teaching textbooks really changed a lot of that for us. Uh, it was very engaging. It helped us learn better uh, because you have to interact with it through the whole thing. It's not just watch a lecture and then go do it, you know? And, and so I think you, I learned better with it. My siblings have learned better with it. Um, it's just a really amazing curriculum and they're an amazing company. So if you ever have any questions, um, you can reach out to, they have an amazing customer service. Uh, and they also have a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Um, and they have, you know, all the different grades and it works on anything that has an internet browser basically, which is almost everything. So go check them out and we appreciate their support. And we also want to thank uh, homeschooling today magazine. Who's been a great sponsor as well. And I thought instead of giving, you know, the commercial, since we're talking about the whole thing right now, that I would do like one of those unboxings, you know, like my, my kids, they, they love to watch someone open a box of Lego on, on YouTube because it's fun to watch people open 
stuff. I don't know why. So I just pulled our our the newest magazine, Homeschooling Today, Autumn 23, out of the uh, package. And I thought maybe we'd look at it together. I already see that Ashley, the marketer she is, has one sitting on her piano behind us. Very Ooh. clever, like every <laughs> author. <laughs> like every author. We were like... We interviewed one person, and they had like 50 of their books, the same title, right behind them so we could see it. <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, but, you know, my first comment, and I always I say this often, is the feel of your magazine. You use a, a thick cover or a, a matte cover. It's super slick. It's super comfortable in your hand. Ashley, I assume you could do it cheaper if you wanted to. Why do you do that? Yeah, well, we really want it to be... Um kind of like a getaway for moms and dads to be able to pick this up, to be refreshed, to feel the value in it um, inside and out of it. Uh, the beauty of it, I think is refreshing. And so we wanted it to be something that they can really step away and take a moment to enjoy and hear these words of encouragement speaking over them. Well, and, and it is, I, and I think it's achieved even through that touching it. You know, it does feel like the colors are, it's beautiful. Um, I was just looking at the table of contents. You know, there's a, uh, Dorinda Wilson has a couple articles, the gap-free education myth, uh, learn how to measure performance in a homeschool way. Uh, you write one uniquely suited and for real life homeschooling. Um, Kay Chance is a great writer too. Uh, Finding Freedom. And really the whole title of your, the magazine for this, this uh, autumn is breaking free from trying to do it all um which is you know uh, it i don't think i've met a mom who doesn't feel like she has to do it all um but there are other great articles um and even your ads are encouraging i see one of those uh, and i probably i can't find it now because i just thumbed through it real quick but you do kind of a uh if i can find it um Oh, I can't see. I don't see it now. But you do kind of a look at a uh, a program that you're using right now for your math for your kids. Is that right? Mm -hmm. um, and it was called uh, yeah, Labway lab math. math. Yes, mm -hmm. and I mean it looks super interesting. Um, and you know, a couple other moms talk about their the. I'll make sure uh, to bleep out that reference. Just that's you know, okay. No, we had, teaching textbooks okay with it. No, um, but just you know that um, there's just so many other great. And of course, you know, you have me bring in the bases as the uh, you know at the at the end. You're um, anchor. <laughs> the anchor. That's the right. That's the word <laughs> we're using for. But just a great magazine. And they can uh, sign up to get it right now, can't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, homeschoolingtoday.com is our website. And then you can actually view our current digital issue for free. So that is digital.homeschoolingtoday.com. And that's a that, that's a nice perk. But you're going to you're gonna want the print version because you can't take the digital one in your bathroom. It's just not as fun to read, you know, on your phone or your iPad when you're hiding from your kids. This yeah. one's the perfect magazine, the perfect way to be encouraged to, as you say, breaking free from trying to do it all. 
And something else I think is cool. I don't know if you've talked about this in the past, but there's a way to give it to someone else, you know? So uh, if you had, you know, another homeschooling mom that maybe needs some encouragement or her birthday's coming up or whatever else it may be, I think that'd be a great way to just encourage another mom uh, to get her a subscription for a year uh, or the rest of her life. I mean, either one, but you know, uh, I think that's <laughs> yeah, a super, that's right. super good, great idea. Uh, and really cool, but you mentioned it. So the, the, you have a tagline on the you know, at the, on the front of each cover, uh, breaking free and then something, you know, and, and a couple, uh, months ago, or I guess, I guess the two, two issues ago, it was breaking fear from the breaking free from the fear of failure. Free. Um, yes. Breaking free from mm-hmm. the fear of failure. I guess what um, did you have anything? What inspires that? How do you do? Do you have some? Is it just what God's laid on your heart? How do you come up with those kind of taglines each issue? Yeah, it usually is something that we pray into and um, kind of like we lay out for the year what God is speaking to us. So this whole year has been breaking free, and um, with each issue, the breaking free from a fear of failures first. Mm-hmm. Breaking free from comparison was second. Breaking free from trying to do it all. And then our last issue of the year is breaking free from guilt and then setting the right expectations. Um, So that's coming out in winter. And then next year, I'm really excited because our theme is going to be stepping in. Okay, now that you've broken free, what are you stepping into? What are you really embracing as your principles that drive your homeschool? And really your overarching is... um, through all those is to homeschool boldly because you do have to be bold to break out and to step in. I mean, this is, I mean, it feels so natural, but again, I think the voices are so loud and we've been ingrained. You know, we are like the, you know, African-American slaves who were told they could be free, but they had trouble pulling, going back into freedom because they had been slaves for so long. And, you know, they had it all, they could go, but some of them, some people choose to stay enslaved or at least in their mind. And sometimes homeschoolers do that. Do And it's really the fear that drives that. It's mm. the fear of, am I doing enough? Am Are my kids going to be prepared for their future? And that's when I think our voices, Ben, you and I, being homeschool graduates, right. being able to say it was enough. No, my parents didn't do it perfectly. No, we Men's didn't have. parents did do it perfectly. Yeah. Everyone else's, but Stop mine. Are, yeah. Yes, we did get it perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. But even the gap-free education myth, like your kids mm. are going to have gaps. You can't teach them everything. You can't do it all. You can't fit it all into the day. But here's the great news. God knows what your kids are called to do. And he's going to equip you and help you get them ready for that. Mm. Um, so for me, being a writer now, when I was a kid, when I was Lincoln's age, it was obvious that my learning challenge was impeding my progress with writing. So I would write and all of the letters would be all connected. There wouldn't be any spaces, you know, lots of backwards letters, things like that. And here I was destined to be a writer. And my parents had to to look at what I was capable of and encourage me where I was at instead of saying, oh, all of this is wrong. You have to do this, that, and the Mm -hmm. others. You're so, you know, you can't do this, yada, yada, which is a lot of times the message kids get if they are Mm. not meeting that, you know, average, whatever that is. And I think the gift, one of the greatest gifts of homeschooling is that you can 
bring encouragement to your kids. You can give them uh, a sense of confidence in themselves and who God has called them to be that rises above whatever weaknesses they have. Because here I am today as a writer, but if my parents had done things differently, I don't think that would have happened. Right. Well, and that's something I think, um, you know, as, as a believer, like our identity is not, you know, salary or position or any of those things. But I think it's really easy for the world to let maybe it is a weakness of, you know, of writing or whatever. Those things can kind of start building up as like, this is my identity is all of these things that I'm not good at, you know? And I think as a parent, we have, you know, incredible power in forming that identity for our children and helping encourage them that this is not how God sees you. It doesn't matter if you're poor, you're not great at math or any of those things, but it can become really all encompassing if that is your driving factors, trying to get these things done. My kid has to be better at these. My kid has to do this perfectly or they're not, they're falling behind. And I think that it's, it's just not true. We don't believe that in reality, but it can kind of feel uh, like it is more important than it, than it may be. Um, so I guess maybe to the mom who maybe they're just starting out or they could be doing it for a long time. It, it, I don't think it has to have a time, uh, amount of length of homeschooling. It just goes away. But what do you see say to the mom who is, is feeling that fear of, I'm going to mess my kids up. They're going to be ruined. I'm failing. I can't do it. I just can't, you know, all of those things that those lies, what would you say to that mom right now? So you mentioned earlier, Todd, homeschool boldly. And um, we actually have a podcast called homeschool boldly. And the whole thing about it is that boldness doesn't come from us. We're not bold because we know it all. We're not bold because um, we have all this experience or knowledge, or we're really well prepared. We're bold because God has called us to this and we know he will provide and equip us. And it's all based on my mom's life verse, which was first Thessalonians five twenty four: faithful is he who calls you who also will bring it to pass. Mm. Faithful is he who calls you and he will bring it to pass. So we're saying, yes, that's our part. Our part is to say yes and to believe him that he's going to give us what we need to do this job. Yeah. Amen. Can't. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to stop. Um, let's just stop there. And again, uh, you can you can hear more of this, um, not just from their magazine at Homeschooling Today, uh, but you can also they have other uh, they have other articles they have other resources they have all kinds of stuff they have a podcast tell us tell us about your podcast Ashley sure so it comes out on Monday morning uh, early in the morning so our whole kind of idea behind it and it's very short because we know moms are busy so it's just um, like five to ten minutes kind of jolt of encouragement to get you started and to have you kind of have the right mindset for the week. And yeah, it's called Homeschool Boldly. Awesome. awesome. And you can find that on every podcast app it looks like, or at least Apple Podcasts, I'm seeing it, and probably the other uh-huh. major ones. So definitely go check it out there. Yes. Is there anywhere else you would like, if anyone uh, wants to find more about, you know, from you, or if they wanted to contact you, what's what's some good ways to reach out to you guys? Yeah, I think just our uh, homeschoolingtoday.com website um, you know, we do publish uh, unitstudy.com, unit studies by Amanda Bennett. So that's another avenue if people are interested in kind of exciting uh, unit studies that are 
fun and engaging for your student. If that's something you're interested in, check it out. But homeschoolingtoday.com is where you find out all about the magazine and what we've got going on there. Awesome. Well, go ahead, Dad. Close this out. I was just going to say... I'll let you close it out, Ben. Go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you, you Ashley, for joining us. us. No, thank you, Ashley, for joining us again. It's always a pleasure. It's it's a, it's always so fun to hear from other homeschool graduates, uh, and uh, you're doing amazing things. So thank you for joining us. Keep uh, keep thank and now again encourage everyone go subscribe if you haven't. It's it is really an amazing magazine, uh, and everything they do is really awesome. Plus, Dad writes for it, so. I know that can be a mark against it, but try not to hold it against them. So, uh, but no, definitely do that. And we think that will help you smile. Thanks everyone for joining us again. We always appreciate everyone who listens each and every week. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We couldn't do this without them. Uh, go check out their amazing math curriculum and free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week. And as always, don't forget to smile.